What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engage Heaven today. I'm Pastor James Levesque. Want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day. Friday, February 24th. We are kings. Come on now. I want to give you a heads up. Pastor Jamie Dixon from Kingdom Life Church in Maine, an incredible church, an amazing pastor. is going to be with us here in Madeira Beach, Florida. If you're in the area, you can live stream it also Saturday night, Sunday morning. Just a heads up. And then tonight, in the Jesus Revolution movie launched. So I think you can check your listings anywhere. Uh, not to promote it, but I think it's so important because of what the Lord's doing in the world right now. I remember filming with Kelsey Grammer at our church last October or something. And I remember him looking at me because, you know, he's playing Chuck Smith in the movie. And he said, the only hope for America is another Jesus revolution. I loved that. So I'm taking my 10-year-old man, telling him a little bit about, you know, revival history. And, you know, Lonnie Frisbee is just incredible. So check that out tonight. It debuts everywhere. And I even checked... Uh, traditionally liberal areas like our state of Connecticut, and it's all playing. So we are kings, Proverbs 25, verse 2. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search it out. God is the king of kings, and we're the lowercase kings. Our royalty is really displayed when we show that we have access to the hidden things and when we have confidence and we're cooperating with it. A presence of God is with us, and he wants to bless us and our families, but we cannot control the presence of God that's the lesson David learned the hard way. He was perplexed. He felt discouraged and defeated. He'd been trying to bring back the Ark of the Covenant, which held the presence of God back to Jerusalem on an ox cart, and it wasn't quite working the way that he wanted it to. So he aborted the mission, and he left it with Obed-Edom. Soon, every area of Obed-Edom's life became blessed, and David wondered what he did wrong. He realized the presence of God was never meant to be handled on the back of ox carts. It was a blue flame, that Shekinah glory, that now lives in our hearts. We seek God for wisdom, not the other way around. He doesn't need our help, but he desires our participation. We search out and ask God what to do, not the other way around. So good. You know, the presence of God. When I think about, you know, I think about engaging heaven, It's it really is a presence-driven culture. That is what we've built the back of our movement on. And the reality is the presence of God is everything, everything. It is, to me, it's sometimes a great tragedy when you see moves of God like Asbury. You know, it's just incredible when you're watching a young generation just poured out to God and then you see, you know, preachers trying to control it, offer their services like prostitutes, whatever. And the reality is it's only about the flame, right? Fire and revival is birth where there's hunger and surrender. It's the bottom line. And you see so many people. It's just sad, man. The amount of churches that are trying to fabricate stuff and trying to like make stuff happen in the flesh, like you can't do that. It starts with complete surrender and you getting out of the way and just letting God do what he wants to do. But everything comes down to that flame. Everything. Everything. It's you pursuing that flame when there aren't extended meetings in a church. It's you pursuing that flame when no one is looking. That is the value of that Shekinah glory. And I'm telling you, what you honor and what you make room for is going to overtake your life. If you honor the presence of God and you're making room for the presence of God, that is what's going to overtake you. If that is the most important thing in your homes, if that's the most important thing in your life, I mean, the amount of drama that people accept in their household is crazy to me. The amount of drama, the amount of strife, the amount like we don't operate that way. You have to think kingdom. You have to think like, look, when your kid hurts himself, are you praying first 
Or are we just like, poor baby, let's go to the doctor? Like, you've got to set the pace for miracle power in your house. A couple days ago, we went to the beach because I just try to, well, I'm going to spend my life watching these sunsets, friends. We were at the beach and um, throwing the football, hanging out with my son as processors. Let me just say, my son is very expensive cochlear implant processors and they kind of sit on top of his head like a magnet well he's running around he's falling in the sandy and and it's not like he was confined to a small little area on a leash these kids were running the beach do you understand and all of a sudden one of his processors pops off it's small it it looks like a a thumbnail circle and it popped off and it, it got lost somewhere I didn't know. So we're, we're out on the beach for twilight, sunset, sunset, boom, it's gone. The sun's gone. It's dark on the beach. Uh, we decide to bring it back in. We go to the car, and I notice that his circle magnet processor was gone. It was off his head. It fell off somewhere. Let me tell you something. There is zero chance in the natural you're finding that. It is First of all, it's brown. So there's zero chance at nighttime with no dusk left at the beach that you're going to find a little processor. Everybody's concerned, but the bottom line is this, meaning Luke was concerned. But I said, guys, listen to me. And it's a big deal because they're expensive. I mean, those processors alone are probably like 100 grand. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I said, look, we're going to pray, and the Lord is going to show us where that processor is. These kids are looking at me like, what? So we prayed. I prayed. I grabbed my flashlight. There's no way to find that thing on the beach. Meaning, oh, by the way, my son can't hear without it, by the way. So literally one ear he cannot hear from now. One side of his process. So now he's listening on one half of his head. And, you know, where are you going to get this? You can, he's not going to get it. So he prayed. I stepped out on the beach. There was probably a 50-yard span that these kids were running around in. And I said, Lord, in the natural, there, it's impossible to find this thing. It means a lot to my son. It's his hearing. Um, and in many ways, I'm asking for a miracle for you to show us where this thing is. The kids are like in the dark on the beach going, Dad, I don't think he was over there. I don't, you know, nobody knows. I took about seven steps. I wasn't even looking in the sand yet with my flashlight. I'm just praying. I'm praying that the Lord would show me where this is. Listen, you can think this is foolish and crazy. I wish you would live like this in your life. I finally turned the flashlight on. I said, guys, the Lord's going to show us. It took me 30 seconds, my 10-year-old would tell you. We prayed. I walked out on the beach, felt it, looked down, and it looked, and it's the beach, dude. Everything looks brown. Everything's a shell. Everything's a piece of seaweed. And I looked down and it looked like a little piece of seaweed or a shell in the sand. And I bent down and the very first thing that I touched on that whole beach, 50 yards of playing around in the sand, it's pitch black at night. The first thing I bent down and grabbed was his processor. Full of sand. Kids freaking. My son, almost with tears, my six-year-old, who is now looking for his processor, says, Dad, this is the greatest miracle I've ever seen. And it's my first miracle. And I'm thinking, many more are coming, buddy. But that's what it is. It's making a decision that the presence of God is our life. We're king of kings, friends. We need to act like our position requires. And it's not striving and it's not stress, but we have got to live this way. So our families and our lives and everything we do is filled with miracles. It's not a game. It's an invitation into a supernatural realm. All right. Well, that's it for today. We love you guys. Have an incredible weekend. We'll be back Monday. So excited. I will be here all next week. You can count on it. We're going to talk about choosing wisely. That's it for today. We love y'all. Have a great weekend. I'm out.